Welcome, y'all. Hope I'm not screaming in your ear. <laughs> yes, walk with me. Ooh, walk with me. Walk with me. Roll with me. Yoga with me. I would love if you are using your body in some way as you listen to this podcast, cook with me. Maybe don't read a book with me. That'd be hard to do. And definitely snuggle, snook, snook, snook with me. <laughs> uh, new season. This is season two. New Mexico. New state. New me. Navid. Nav. Navi. Nasty. Nav. Navid. Navi. Nav. Nav. I'm just repeating some. Please call me all the things. I love it when you call me all the things. I love variety and I love that different people talk to me differently. In this, uh, in this season, I'm going to be probably switching some things up. Firstly, if you're listening to this, I love you. Thank you so much. And I know that it's all my good, my really good friends are listening to this. And some of y'all have given me feedback, which I'm going to try and implement into season two. And uh, I know there's others listening. And if you're not listening to this, then fuck you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really, if you're not listening to this, I can say anything about you because you won't listen to this podcast. You may not ever hear this podcast. This is the river. I've been thinking about changing the name to Pockets of Belonging. And that's just because I want some consistency. Y'all know, got the Instagram at Pockets of Belonging. Uh, if you could leave some positive feedback for, the, for this podcast, then I think it'll be easier to find as I know some folks are still struggling to find it amidst all the hundreds and billions of podcasts. So thank you for listening. You know, I really want my friends to listen to this. I want my, my close relationships to listen to this. That's, those are the people I want to keep in touch with and interact with the most. So I'm feeling great that there's a, about... 15 to 20 maybe listeners and it's growing a little bit and that they're all real good homies so thank you real good homie on the other side of the line it's been such a treat to be releasing these episodes and i've taken a little break over the past four days or so i uh went to a ranch a friend a friend of a friend's ranch in uh Las Vegas, a little bit north of Las Vegas, New Mexico, and that was a pretty restorative time as I ate very well and got to experience some more uh, close human interaction and do a new moon ceremony. Um, So, as usual, I'm off track and also on track, just like this walk. I'm off track and always on track. I was saying that this season's going to be a little bit different. I don't plan on doing any interviews. You know, one thing I've noticed is when I've asked people to do an interview, something shifts within me. 
and it's not the mode that I want to be in. And I think there's an expectation from the person I'm interviewing that, that what they say is gold. But actually, the gold moments happen when the recording is off. For instance, when I did that episode with Laura, which I liked, I liked the storytelling that happened there, uh, the episode called The Trees. After we, after we turned that podcast off, when the chicken pot pie was ready, we just had a laugh attack where I don't remember who started laughing, but one of us did. And it was one of those that lasted 10 minutes. It was amazing. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it. Like, oh, and, and Laura was having back pain because she was laughing so hard. And my shit was cramping and I couldn't drink water. I couldn't eat food. And every time we would try and I would try to put that the next bite of chicken pot pie in my mouth, <laughs> I would just start laughing. So those, oh my gosh, those are the moments, man. If I could have one deep, good belly laugh a week where I just lose control or a month even, come on, that, I would never get sick again. I'd be healed. <laughs> so, what I'm getting at is that probably my approach is going to be uh, fewer interviews and, and times that I do record with folks, I'll either record and then ask for their permission after to use that so they won't know it's recording, or I'm going to try a different approach, which is to really lean and strong to the authentic relating games. I got all these games that I've been desiring to play and I miss playing, with all my good friends and I really like playing them so I might start doing some of those games the curiosity game the empathy game the change game and and probably leaning into some of those improv ones which are are meant to have a little bit of a performative aspect so even though it's called authentic relating sometimes we we highlight one aspect of our or one part of ourselves one pocket of ourselves, we lift it up and give it more space and even we can even go into some acting for it a little bit. So it depends on the game, it depends on the setup for it, but that's some of the stuff I'll be leaning into this season and as usual, it will be me, it will be the wind, it will be my stick, it will be the cars, it will be all of the things that you hear so grateful that you're on this journey. Let's begin. <laughs> now it's time we walk to the ocean of our dreams. We walk. Yes, it's time we walk. We walk to the ocean of our dreams. <sighs> what does it mean for me to be successful on this walk? I was at a new moon ceremony just two nights ago. And at some point, the, I think it was a group of eight of us, everyone shared something that they're stepping into 
and then we lit a candle and placed that thing that we were stepping into on a shared altar I put I said the pause pausing is really important to me and something that I want to cultivate more of someone said courage and someone said clarity and someone said uh, more emotions and uh, someone said healing and the youngest of the group uh, an 11 year old she said uh, successfulness and when I heard that I really was like yeah yeah I want some successfulness too I want to I want to make it to Madrid, New Mexico, which is where I'm walking. Like, I'm going to be... I'm, I'm, I want to make it there. So I define success as making it to Madrid. And now, two days later, after walking all day yesterday, I am... crying next to some cedar trees with the wind blowing I had 25 in the background more barbed wire fencing next to me (sighs) reflecting on what is what does it actually mean for me to to be successfully walking? Walking to Madrid, walking to San Diego. And it took some time. But the answer is the unhurriedness is is really what feels successful. The listening to my body is what feels successful. The listening to my inner child that just wants to rest now, that's success. And so while I can say that and feel that, I can also feel a part of me that is nervous. It also is a part that I want to honor. It's a part that wants to make it to the destination and is nervous that if I only walk eight miles today, which is all that I've been able to do, then I'm not going to make it. I see that part of me and I know that it's protecting something it's scared that if it doesn't do its job that I will give up that I will choose comfort 
and that I won't ever get to there. And I'm asking that part of me to rest, to see who they are protecting. And when I ask it to rest, that's when I encounter the child, the intuitive child that knows exactly where to rest, where to sleep, when to proceed, when to eat. Dissolving mental bars to free one's creative flow. Dissolving mental bars to free one's creative flow. Dissolving mental bars to free one's creative flow. Flow. Dissolving mental bars to free one's creative flow. Dissolving mental bars to free one's creative flow. Dissolving mental bars to free one's creative flow. Last night when I awoke from a dream, There was a tree next to me that looked like a giant head of a donkey. I've seen few donkeys on my travels thus far. And what I know of donkeys from doing a little Google search is that they are extremely intelligent and intuitive. And if there is danger ahead, they... They're known for their stubbornness, but that's partially misguided that that version of them because they are stubborn because of what lies ahead. And they know their own capacities well. So I'm here channeling maybe some of my donkey, asking myself, do I know what I'm capable of? I didn't know it could happen like this. Please no no. I didn't know that it could happen like this Oh no, no, please no, no I didn't know that it could happen like this Oh no, no, please no, no I didn't know that it could happen like this Oh no, no, please no, no I didn't know that it could happen like this Oh no, no, please no, no I didn't know that it could happen like this What does it mean to cheat? When I think of that word, I think of uh, 
the plagiarism that I did back in high school. And then I got into Northwestern and they, by then they had this, uh, you would submit an essay and it would do, it would put it through some, some algorithm thing and it would check for like how many of these statements and words and phrases have been, have been kind of taken from a different place. And I would be really, I would spend so much time, you know, trying to massage my paper to make it sound new. I, I've struggled with finding my voice in words. I never, I never felt like my words were good enough. And so I tried to copy and take from somewhere else. So I did that a lot. I, I also, you know, I was an engineer at Northwestern and um, for the first year and a half, uh, we had weekly homework. I think it was due Wednesday. Wednesday morning was our class. So every Tuesday night, late, late, late into the night, I would be copying homework. And it wasn't just me, there was a whole train of kids, you know. Brad would get it from George, George would get it from Yannick, Yannick would get it from Peter, Peter from Danny. And then eventually, I was usually last on the list. Because <laughs> I partially didn't care. And I just felt like, ugh, I don't even, I don't even want to. I don't even want to do this homework. I barely even want to copy it. What does it mean to cheat on this walk? Well, I was in Trinidad. I was at a thrift store because I lost one of my mittens and I wanted a second. I wanted to get a second one. So I went into the store. They had just locked the door, but they saw me coming and they unlocked it. And it was a sweet, sweet pair of ladies. And as I got a pair of mittens and went to the register, they started asking me like, oh, what's this all about? You have this big old walking stroller. And I told them, well, I just walked here from Denver. And one of them's like, wow, no way. And the other one says, well, you must have cheated though, right? <laughs> and I said, fuck yeah, I cheated. <laughs> if, if by cheat you mean, you know, I took a ride from someone, yes, I've taken rides. And since then, I've taken a train. So, what's it mean to cheat on this experience? Well, depends how, how we define the parameters. If, if, if success and if, if the goal is to walk to the ocean, then, then yes, there's cheating. But I have to keep reminding myself that that is not the goal. That is, the walking is the medium. The walking is the medium. The walking is the mode of transportation and mode of spiritual, spirituality. Spiritual, spirituality, we'll say. <laughs> and mode of... Um, now I'm still stuck on spirituality. Uh, <laughs> it's the mode that I'm choosing for the molting, for the sorrow, for the emotions, for the spaciousness that I desire to, to take shape. And if I stay strictly to, oh, I only must walk, y'all, I miss out. I miss out on so much. And actually, I think that 
that is cheating myself of experiences such as the one I had on the train, of experiences such as when I meet someone new who is very kind to pick me up and take me for a portion of the way, experiences with Ray Shaw who drove me that second half to Walsenburg, which was all on would have been next to frontage road and what i'm really cheating as well is i'm cheating the experience of listening to the parts of me that also want to be heard so this isn't just yes now i'm going to (laughs) the way of society which is like you must do it this way and it's so linear and it's so it's so reductionistic you just must walk that way is outdated and so i'm inviting in the queer way right which is nonlinear, which is the river flows many directions and it means that there is no such thing as cheating Uh oh i scared that dog how you done this to me? River how could you now, River? River how you done this to me? River how you done this to me? How you done this to me? River how could you now, River? River how you done this to me? River how you done this to me? How you done this to me? River, how could you now, River? River, how you done this to me? River, how you done this to me? How you done this to me? River, how could you now, River? River, 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 So, we talked a little bit about what's it mean to be successful. And yesterday I played with that. And as an update, I ended up staying, sleeping just 10 feet from where I made that recording. I trusted my donkey intuition that said, "Uh uh-uh, I can't do anymore. And I had a pretty restful night. I didn't even set up my tent. I just slept on my sleeping pad with my double sleeping bags. I put the one inside of the other and then hopefully it creates a, a more warm experience. And thus far it has. Uh, I only woke up like six or seven times last night, which sometimes sleeping outside I can wake up upwards of 10. So I really felt like I slept well and I woke up with the morning sun, beautiful colors, and I was walking. I was moving just 20 minutes later. One thing about not setting up the tent is that that's the thing that usually takes the longest to like really pack and put away and... um, So I saved a little bit of time. Not that I'm always into saving time. This is about unhurried movement. Unhurried movement. And yet, 
I still like waking up and moving right really early in the morning. And there's something about cleaning up my space and emerging from the trees before any cars are there to see me. It's just the shadow of the underground. It's just the shadow of the underground. It's just the shadow of the under. Yeah, ahora voy a hacerlo en español. Sí, estoy leyendo o más bien escuchando a un libro que se llama La sombra, la sombra del viento. Y no tengo 20 ni 30. Ahora estoy 32. Y eso es algo que me da un pánico. Y tartamudeo. That means I did a little. And if I was a cow or a donkey, please don't ride me. I'm trying to get to the ocean. Please do find me. In good time, and you see that I'm be taking trails like they used to. But now I'm going to abuse through. It's just the shadow of the underground. Shadow of the under. Now, I be doing walks like this because I'm trying to understand what's underneath. Yeah, <laughs> these folks are baffling. Been on these frontage roads since. Leaving Las Vegas has been, I don't know, at least 20 miles. One person, one car has stopped for me. How many have I seen? Hundreds? No, maybe around 100. So I'm at 1%. 1%, y'all. Maybe I've seen 200 cars. Less than a percent. Please, y'all. If you are driving and you see someone walking, <laughs> this could be in the middle of downtown, sure, but certainly it applies more to these areas where you don't really see someone walking and they got a giant backpack or a giant walking stroller. And even if they're smiling and they just wave, which I sometimes do, please stop for them. <laughs> please ask them, hey, do you need anything? <laughs> Honestly, even if you have nothing to give, even if you're out of water and you have no food, which are going to be the first two things that I probably ask for. Like, yeah, I'd love some water. Yeah, I could use some snacks. You could still just give the gift of stopping, which is a gift, such a gift. You could give the gift of curiosity. Hey. What are you up to? Cool. Is there a way I can help? I'm I'm on my way to blah blah blah, but I don't don't really want to go out of my way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a ride. So many ways you can support a long distance walker and yeah. Especially, oh man, I'm so baffled. Like, I'm, 
it makes sense when I'm just walking and like someone drives by and maybe that makes more sense. But there's times when I'm like sitting next to the road. I just had this cramp and I was like, oh, and I'm grimacing and I'm like folded over, clearly in pain. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh man, don't make no sense to me. Understand the truth who lives here and why aren't cars stopping? Are they scared of me or something? Huh? I don't feel like I'm putting off a vibe or nothing, but that's just the way that they're coming after. What's the next chapter? Yeah, we in a new episode, new Mexico, new Navi. Let's go. I'm not trying to be someone new. Uh-uh. I'm trying to uncover what I really like to do What I like to do is this Freestyle a little bit I get crazy with my lips <laughs> Of course, right after my rant A lady stopped in her pickup truck Offered me a ride and water And later that evening as I was struggling to find a place to stay Someone offered for me to come to their cabin in the woods and they joked that I was going to kill them, and I joked that they were going to kill me, but no one killed each other. Instead, we went to the dollar store and bought a tube of meat and some sardines and mustard and hamburger buns, and we grilled up some hamburgers on the campfire. We made an indoor, sto uh, indoor fire in the, in the stove that had the whole cabin feeling nice and warm, even though it was a cabin mid-process, there was still a lot of work to be done a lot of insulation to be done. So I'm grateful for what we call trail angels and it really does change the whole perspective and the, the mindset of the walk. I can go from feeling really low to really excited and high and encouraged in the matter of moments. And it's all because of folks who remember this, this principle that life is about sharing, where it's about connecting so thank you to the folks who who have uh, taken me in and taken care of me yo I look fucking good cuz I knew that I would you look fucking mad cuz you're glad that I'm sad no I look fucking good cuz I knew that I would you look fucking mad and just sad that I'm glad. I look fucking good like I should, I knew would. <laughs> you look fucking sad cause you're mad that I'm glad. Ha ha ha, I look fucking good like I knew that I would. And you look fucking sad cause you're glad that I'm mad. Uh, 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 boom, 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 boom. Cuidado. Cuidado. Cuidado.
I look fucking good like I knew that I would And you look fucking mad cause you sad that I'm glad Ha 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 I look fucking good like I knew that I would And you look fucking mad cause you sad that I'm glad Ha 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 I'm walking into the town of Santa Fe. Beautiful adobe buildings, every flat, every roof is flat topped. And man, I'm just thinking about how there ain't nothing better than arriving to town, to towns and cities. And man, I'll get my, the other day I walked into a gas station and I got super excited. I never have been so excited for a gas station, but there I was able to eat and drink and rest. (laughs) Just gas stations in the middle of nowhere are definitely my friend, but... There ain't nothing better than walking into town. And I'm super excited for this city that I'm about to walk into and explore in terms of food and arts and uh, so much else. Mis pies se duelen. Mis pies se duelen muchísimo. Mis pies se duelen, mis pies se duelen muchísimo. Mis pies se duelen, mis pies se duelen muchísimo. My feet hurt. That's how it is, y'all, when my souls of the feet are tired, then my soul is full. When the soles of my feet have been utilized, then my soul is so full. Ooh, so full. Thank you for joining, and I want to give a huge shout out to, there were three amazing ladies on the Amtrak train. So I took the train from Trinidad to uh, Las Vegas and right when I get on I'm in the downstairs section there's a downstairs unit and an upstairs unit the downstairs unit is mainly the folks who are a little more disabled who can't walk upstairs and they're all just hanging there they've been on this train for more than two days and the reason it should have been only about a day by the time they picked me up but it was delayed For them, it was delayed twice. For me, I had to wait 10 hours out in Trinidad at parks. I slept. It was inconvenient, but I still had a lot of freedom. They were inside the train without any food, ordering the same damn cheeseburgers and making really good friends with each other out of necessity. A black woman, a Jewish woman, a large, large woman in the back. And ah, I love them. I got on and I was just a fresh, energy that they needed and they were really really fun and 
We, we just made sex jokes and I gifted each of them their own rock necklace. So they have that piece of me. I probably won't see them again. They were heading to different parts of the West and I didn't share my contact information. I just wanted it to be a sacred train spirit connection. So they have my rocks. So thank you, TT and Chris and forget the third's name. Uh, what a beautiful time we had. And uh, if you can take the train ever, I highly recommend it. It was a fun experience for me. Uh, maybe I'll do it to get back once I get to San Diego or I'm not sure. Uh, yay! Mis pies se duelen, mis pies se duelen muchísimo. Love it also when my feet hurt as I'm arriving into town. Such a good feeling. Use your bodies, use your minds, use your souls. The body wants to be used and is grateful when you do. So please choose to move as you listen to this dude right here, Nasty Math.